congratulations. You've passed your passive perception check and have encountered the Pathless Podcast. This is the first episode, though we're calling it episode zero, for our new season, which is going to be us playing a campaign in 5th edition, comparing it to our past experience with Pathfinder. So why the Switch? Uh, One good reason for the Switch was that we love Pathfinder, we love all the rules, we love the digital components that are free and um, the way that we can search everything, and we had thought that 5th edition was going to offer the same thing with the Morningstar tool. So we said, well, let's give it a try. We used to play 3.5. This this could be good. Uh, so we bought up some of the books, or I did, and told everyone, this is what we're doing. Let's give it a try. And, you know, if you're keeping up with the news now, you'll find that Morningstar has been canceled with uh, Dungeons & Dragons 5e. And we're now just making it uh, about the personal collective of experiencing a new thing together as a group. So we skipped 4th edition, and... Uh, A lot of the reasoning behind that was just that we spent too much money on 3.5, you know, too many books, and we felt like our friends were saying it's a new system, there's a lot to learn, some people were throwing around the word gamey, and, um, you know, we're not super hardcore, but that kind of turned us off at the time. So when 5th edition came around, we all said no way, no how, and uh, I don't know, I guess it was uh, me, uh, Ben, I'm actually going to be the DM for the new season, and I am your host right now. But um, I said to everyone that, you know, it, it, it feels like we're all experiencing Pathfinder separately because we're all rolling these characters and um, finding these races and introducing these new rules individually to the group. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing it for ourselves and for our own characters. And none of us are really taking it in or applying it to our f- future knowledge. It was just a little too much to handle. And uh, I may have been alone in that in the group, but everyone's graciously followed me uh to fifth edition especially for this podcast um i get the joy of dming which i do enjoy doing but i love playing characters as well i have been working on this campaign for a long time and it'll be really cool to see it start come to life um i guess we'll get into the episode major uh today i have short introductions from our four players explaining whatever they felt like talking about relating to the character that they are playing in fifth edition and uh, before we get into that, I wanted to talk a little bit about the campaign, whether it's my thoughts, um, the location of the campaign, how I hope it will feel, uh, or, you know, whatever else comes to mind. Uh, so let's get into that. I've been very conflicted on what to name it, because in the past, these campaigns have either named themselves through inside jokes as we started to play, and we haven't actually started this one yet, so I don't have that ready. Or, uh, you know, it was just simple. It was, uh, you know, this is a campaign about the kings of Israel. Let's call it King's Campaign or, um, oh, Gladiator Campaign. This is a campaign about being gladiators. It's the Gladiator Campaign. So um, this campaign, the one word that has stuck out, and, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if it has that much meaning, but it's lightlessness. And that may not be a real word, but that's the word that stuck out to kind of represent this campaign Uh, I spent a lot of time thinking, well, you know, online marketing, indie game development, what's something that's going to stick? And uh, I don't know if I'll name this post this, but um, a big theme in the campaign that I I really wanted to push was home. And um, it kind of plays with the idea of, you know, how homes are formed, I guess, and leaving homes to find new homes, being homeless, all those things. So um, I really feel like home is where the dark is is another 
close feel to what I want the campaign to be like. Now, um, I can say all these things, but the way we normally run our sessions is that uh, the DM does hours and hours and hours of mindless preparation, and then the player characters go off in the direction they want to go in, and we've got to just be quick on our feet. So uh, hopefully we'll get to a lot of the meat that I had planned. Um, I'm going to try to steer them in some directions and let them be a little open world in others. Um, there's a lot, a lot of lore related to the world that I've created. Um, but So uh, this this world is not a prepackaged campaign. We, we never really spent the time to read those books, though. I find them really interesting, and I've heard about them, and I've wanted to. Uh, actually, one deterrent to that is that you know I didn't either want to read through all the posts on uh, Wizards Archives or I uh, couldn't get my hands on a actual book about a campaign setting because they're no longer in print and I thought they were charging too much and generally I just didn't feel like finding a torrent to download those things because you shouldn't do that, but if you do, good on you. So um, yeah, this world is new and fresh. Uh, it plays off a one-shot that I had started after I started writing this campaign with just two of the players, Sam and Matt, and um, the country that we'll be focusing on is known as Felicia. It was formed by a bunch of slaves, and those slaves were actually trained slaves who worked to make clockworks um, across the sea in another country. Uh, the current country, though, that the players will be in is bordered by three other countries, two of which are recognized in the th third one is just kind of like a, a you know a landmass that has something associated with it i don't know like life possibly but we'll, we'll get into that when we get into the campaign proper uh i worked a lot with the characters to set up very very detailed backstories so they have lived in this world or have came to this world and have a lot of the knowledge that they need to really paint this world so it's not just me talking all the time and honestly, as a DM, I am not the most fluent and most descriptive. And that's something we've been trying to work on, especially in the betas. Because I know at home, it's hard when we're working off a grid and we're drawing with wet erase markers and you're listening in trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, so we've definitely been working on descriptors. I know in second edition, like that was hardcore. And we had friends who, you know, supposedly say that that's, that's the way D&D was meant to be. Like everything should be described in detail. What's happening? How it's happening? Uh, and I, I, I like that idea. I like the imagination. And I, I hope that 5e brings that back a bit by uh, focusing a little bit less on the rules. So um, the characters will explain themselves. It's a fairly new kingdom. And it was formed under, the, under some pretty interesting circumstances. Uh, as for like feel and location, I guess, there's going to be... You know, I, I don't want to call it steampunk to it, but because... Um, there was clockworks involved with a lot of these people who moved to this new nation. There's definitely um, what we call the forge, or what I've called the forge in the campaign, which is a technology of some sort. And um, there's also a good amount of high fantasy, um, which uh, is located in, in several places around the world. Uh, and, you know, high fantasy is hard to, I guess, that's not a very good descriptor, back to me having trouble with that. But, um, I would say, you know, we've got magic, we've got inscriptions, we've got, you know, things that have lasted for many, many years. And uh, that brings me back to another theme. Uh, that theme in the campaign is just that nature is necessary 
in one way or another. So uh, I may paint the industrialized as negative at times, and uh, hopefully we'll do a good job of uh, openly critiquing the mystical at the same time, or the you know those those who uh, shun technology or, or the forge. So uh, I, don't, I don't know if any of that makes sense now. I guess it really won't until you listen in. And uh, I hope that you will listen in. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this introduction. I think I covered what I wanted to cover. And I know I could have done this in a much shorter time if I had written a script. But, um, oh, I, I don't know if I... Well, a home and family is a big deal. So, yeah, you thought it was over. It's not over. I, I just want to say that, like, uh, family is another strong part of this campaign and generally when I write campaigns I, I talk about things that I feel and am experiencing and things that uh you know are part of my everyday life because I don't know how else I'd get inspiration otherwise uh, I don't get to read as much as I'd like to and I'm not a good reader anyway I listen to audiobooks and too many podcasts so um yeah family I, I think I think that that'll be an interesting take on this campaign for each of the players um they've left home more or less made new homes which is you know natural life and um sometimes lost family i i, th I think i can safely say that all of them have lost family and i i'd just like to see what what that means to the characters and what that does and it may mean nothing they may just focus on magic items and loot and uh you know killing off that guy in the bar who gives them a dirty eye that was supposed to start this epic quest but they decided it'd be better to take out their bow and shoot them. But, uh, you know, we have fun. <laughs> It'll be a good time, I hope. So uh, thank you again for tuning in, and let's roll into those character introductions. Uh, also, for the first time, we're using music in the background of these characters' introductions, and uh, hopefully it's not too annoying. I might actually have music over this long opening, but we'll see. I got I to edit and release this tonight, so. Thank you again for listening. This is the Pathless Podcast. I don't... Uh, intend on doing a outro to all this, uh, but I might. So let's roll right into it. Hey guys, this is Sam Kerwood from Pathless Podcast. I am going to be starting a new campaign playing as Notch Stern, who is a tiefling warlock. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with tieflings, they are demon-born race, and um, Notch himself has a deep red kind of purplish skin he has a tail as well and small horns um, he also has some reading glasses with him and he is decked out in his robes that go around his adventuring clothes uh, he currently works as a librarian but got his start as an astronomer in the Groag mountains um, with the dwarves that live there um, unfortunately, right now, he is no longer there, and he has moved on to Tribeca, where he is working with the uh, library. Uh, he is 32, uh, and he is ready for an adventure. This will be my first experience with 5th uh, edition, and I'm looking forward to seeing it in action. One thing that I think I might miss, though, is critical hits, and we shall... Um, See how it is though. I like the mobility in combat, and we'll see how it compares to the Pathfinder edition. Hey there everybody, this is Matt from Pathless Podcast. I want to introduce to you today my character, Wimble Baybreeze Corrin. 
I am a mid-60s gnome, and I just got off the pirate ship The Crawl, which I've been a pirate for the past 50 years, sailing under Captain Bassett. Um, recently, Captain Bassett has gone missing, and the ship is now being run under the tiefling, uh, Captain Tarda, uh, who was the first mate previously. I just landed in the in the city of Piazza, where there are a bunch of artificers and a bunch of mechanical toys being made, and my adventure on land has started here. Um, through a couple of uh, little mini skirmishes going on, um, I've eventually found my way to the city of Trebek, uh, which is where our story is going to begin, and. I'm looking forward to everybody listening. Um, I hope to bring a little bit more to the table than what I bring just to Pumpkin Spice, uh, but this character seems like it's going to be really fun to play, and it's my first time playing 5th edition, so I hope everybody bears with us as we learn the mechanics and we tell the story of this epic world. Hello there, my name is Jeremy, I am a member of the Pathless Podcast, and for the 5th edition campaign we're going to be doing, I am playing a barbarian named Morba. He's a silver dragonborn, um, who is a member of the Croach people, who is a silver dragonkin society. And he was named after the ancient dragon Morin, who supposedly once lived on top of the mountain called the Varen Mountains. Uh, the clan that he was a part of, of the Croach peoples, he was the gatekeeper, and his story begins a month back that this campaign takes place, in which he was at the gate one day and magically was locked in this stone kind of chamber. He tries to break out, doesn't really get much further than a small hole in which he peers through and watches his people um, slaughtered by a group of unknown beasts carrying armor and weaponry. Um, he breaks out after a couple of days only to see that everybody left is dead and in his dismay and sadness he goes up to the top of the mountain which is called Harikaza's Peak and just stays there for several days with no food, no drink and in this mental state, this broken kind of depression, he it doesn't realize that one day the snow underneath him is melted and he's brought down to the bottom of the mountain where he finds a dead hunter a dead man who was actually someone he used to know who was a hunter holding a pendant of a beast and a circle um, in Morva's intelligence and wisdom he believes this to be a pendant of his people's pride and it reignites a sort of anger that sets him off on this journey to figure out what happened and why. He asks around and is sent to Telus, which is a small town at the bottom of the mountain. He is not a people person, he just is very strange to the people of Telus and anyone else really. That's pretty much the synopsis of Morva. My opinion on 5th edition, if I had to make an, a statement, I find it stranger than Pathfinder. Pathfinder is what is most similar to like normal 3.5 that I started playing, but if 5th edition is supposedly simpler, I guess I'll get used to it, and that's about it. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the campaign.
Hey there, this is Reed, and I will be playing Corian's Ilsent. Humblest of greetings, my lord. To make your acquaintance on such a resplendent evening is certainly good portent, would you not say? I am Corian Zillicent, son of Duke Penlod Zillicent, steward of Marisee Keep. I am passing through your town on my journeys and thought it would be rude not to visit your estate. I must say, your gardens are particularly well kept. I have not had the pleasure of enjoying the botanical arts, as our courtyard is reserved for military training. Once the king has bestowed upon me a holding of my own, I should like to try a hand at gardening. I would be honored to have you up for tea when the time comes. Excellent. Yes, well, I requested an audience with your honor today as there are a few matters of concern which I wish to discuss. In speaking with the peasantry, it has come to my attention that the outskirts of town have, upon occasion, been subject to assault by raiders. Greenskin, so I have heard. I am a bit concerned that perhaps your soldiers have not been attentive to the situation. Ah, forgive me. I mean no slight towards yourself. I am certain the failing lies solely with your captain. It is just that, I believe, and I trust you will agree, that the welfare of the commoners is the highest responsibility placed upon we nobles by the gods. As such, I am sure you can understand why it worries me when I hear that such attacks persist with no clear response from the local lord. Now, sir, I understand that as overseer of this town, you are a very busy person. And I also recognize that perhaps the unrest in the area makes it difficult for you to dedicate men to pursuing these marauders in earnest. I therefore would like to offer you my services. As the lands are dangerous, I have been traveling with a small cohort of capable men. While my slight stature may belie it, being the son of Duke Zillicent and raised in Marisee, I attest to being competent at Warcraft and my companions have at least such experience, or more. We have slain our fair share of ankle biters. Apologies, that is the common folk's name for the goblins. And I am sure we should have no great difficulty in eliminating these ruffians, and restoring peace for the farmers in the countryside. As much as I feel that the deed would be rewarding in and of itself, my compatriots were not blessed with the same sense of responsibility that you and I were. Therefore, yes sir, I will require some compensation to persuade them. You would agree though that helping preserve the crops and goods of those farmers would ultimately be beneficial to you. After all, you cannot levy taxes on goblins. Corian Zillicent is a high elf noble. He grew up in Marisee, the central fertile lands of Felicia around the fork of the great Trinata River and his smaller offshoot, the Trina. Duke Penlod's Keep has been used as headquarters for basic military training in Felicia since its founding 350 years ago and enjoys an insured compensation from the king. Growing up in the presence of military men, Corian became enamored with tales of valor, though he was physically not suited to becoming a knight. While his primary education shifted towards academics and the arcane arts, he still spent much time training in the weapons of war and gained some skill in wielding them. He has recently left the keep for the first time, trying to learn more about the nation that he is certain he will soon have a hand in overseeing. During his travels, he hopes to gain great renown as the guardian of the common folk so that he can stand alongside the great knights and generals he knew as a boy. As a player, I do not have very many expectations for this new edition, so I guess I don't have much to say about it right now. We'll see where my opinion is after we're done this campaign, probably. So there you have it.
Please look forward to the awesome adventures of Corian Zilson, High Elf Noble, and leader as far as I'm concerned of this party. And that ends our introductions to player characters for our new campaign, Lightlessness, if that name sticks. Thank you again for tuning in. Please check us out at pathlesspod.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Feel free to send us uh, tweets, Facebook messages. We have a Facebook group. Our Twitter is pathlesspod, or at pathlesspod. And uh, we have a contact page right on the website, uh, top right corner. And it's mobile friendly. Uh, I, I did everything. So if you have super complaints about it, feel free to rip me a new one. So uh, yeah, this was the Pathless Podcast. And until next time, remember, if the sun ain't shining, then Pelor is crying. Goodbye. <laughs>